are dreams just random images fired from an unconscious brain during sleep? Or something much more important, like life-saving inner guidance? How dreams can be healing and early warning tools for disease, financial crisis, or success. And love is still one of the behavioral science's greatest unanswered questions. Hello, I'm your host, author Kat O'Keefe Cannabis. Welcome to Dreaming Healing, where dreams and cutting-edge scientific research meet on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network. Dreaming Healing is every Tuesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern, with live shows on the first and third evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, when you can call in and ask Kat questions about your amazing dreams. Talk on air. Call toll-free, 833-220. 1200. That's 833-220-1200. Come live your dreams out loud with Kat. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Dreaming Healing on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. I'm your host, Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis, but everybody calls me Kat, so I hope you will too. And if you want to Google me, you can just Google Kat, the Queen of Dreams, and I will pop right up on Google. You can go to my website. And if you are only listening to us tonight, either on your car radio or on your laptop, and you'd like to see us because we have a great, we have a two great guests tonight. You want to see us go to my website, Kathleen O'Keefe cannabis.com. That's K-A-T-H-L-E-E-N-O-K-E-E-F-E.com. Click on it and you'll see buttons across the top that are black. One of them will say Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Click that. It will take you right to my website page on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. And you will see my guests' uh, pictures, their posters there, their bios are there. The bios are hot. All the links on those bios are hot. So you just click them and you can go and learn all about them while we're talking to them. Um and that way you can watch us instead of just listening, okay? So we are going to be talking about dreaming of being published. We have two guests from the Southwest Writers Conference panel with us tonight. They do conferences, they do workshops, they do speaking, they do all kinds of stuff, and we're gonna get into that during the show. And uh, they're going to be with us on the show tonight, and they're going to talk about everything publishing that you might want to know. So before we get started, though, let's do our meditation so that we have our protective meditation going on, okay? So for those of you who are new, if you're driving and listening to me in in your car, on your car radio, don't close your eyes. This meditation (laughs) will still work. Okay, you can just listen and you can replay this show at any time and when you're home, sitting on your bed with a computer on your lap and you can close your eyes then. Okay, so for those of you who are new, just follow my voice. Um, I don't see our second guest up there. Did we lose her by any chance? Brenda, are you with us? Yeah, I'm right here. Oh, good. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. I like to have all my little ducks (laughs) right there on my screen when I get started. Okay, wonderful. So feel yourself sitting deeply in your chair. 
Just get down nice and deep. Relax. Let your shoulders just drop. Feel your head relaxing. Just, just take a deep breath in and hold it. Any negativity is going to attach to that breath of life. Blow it out. Cross the room into the purple flame of St. Germain. You see it being converted into beautiful golden energy. And it's going up through the clouds, past all the planets, past the universes, hitting those pearly gates, making a U-turn and coming back down into your seventh chakra at the speed of thought. Instantaneously, you are filled with golden light. Again, deep breath in. Feel your lungs up. Feel your lungs getting really full. Any negativity, physical, mental, emotional, in there. Blow it out. Cross the room into that purple flame. One more time. Deep breath in. Fill those lungs up. Any stubborn negativity, maybe something you said to someone this past week, something someone said to you in that breath of life, blow it out. Cross the room into the purple flame of St. Germain where it's converted into that beautiful golden light up to the pearly gates. Makes a U-turn, comes back back into you at the speed of thought. Boom, it's there. Now imagine holding in your hand your power gift, which is anything that you love that gives you power. Your favorite flower, a piece of jewelry someone gave you, your favorite stone, your favorite deceased pet, who you can hold in your hand as a memory. Take that and swing it all around your body, creating a giant mirrored bubble of protection around you. So that only that, which is of the highest and best, brought by your spirit guides and guardian angels, may come into your bubble. Everything else is reflected back from whence it came. We wish it so, and therefore it is. When you're ready, open your eyes. Until then, just listen to my voice. We're gonna be talking about publishing tonight with the Southwest Writers Group. Have you ever dreamed of being published? <laughs> well, there's secrets to getting published, believe it or not. Have you dreamed of organizing your writing into something that's ready for publication? Are you an aspiring or established writer who wants to be an award-winning author? You're in luck. Jackie Loring and Brenda Cole of the Southwest Writers Conference, SWW. The panel is here to answer your questions and your dreams. The Southwest Writers was established in 1983 to allow successful established authors to pass on their knowledge 
and insights to aspiring writers. I just love that. People who have become published now help people who are dreaming of being published. You can access the SWW community, Southwest Writers in Albuquerque, New Mexico, by in-person or online. So a lot of their events, if you can't go all the way out to Southwest, to the Southwest, you can do it by Zoom. You can watch them online. And that's southwestwriters.com. You can do in-person locations and in-person they are at UNM Continuing Education, UNM-CE in Albuquerque, New Mexico. So to find them, you can go to SWW Meeting Location from their website. But we're going to talk about that now with our guests. We have with us today past president Brenda Cole, and we have Southwest Writers Director Membership Jacqueline Jackie Murray Loring. Welcome to the show, ladies. Thanks, Kat. Glad to be here. I don't, oh, thank you for being here with us. You know, I don't want to read your, your long bios because they are so amazing. Uh, and uh, to our audience, I want you to tell us what you do and what you have done in the past. So let's start with you, past president, Brenda Cole. Good, good afternoon, everyone. Um, I'm Brenda Cole. And as Kat has said, I'm currently the past president for Southwest Writers. So that meant I was president last year. I also head up a group called the Collegium and we're responsible for recruiting all of our speakers and workshop leaders and people who are gonna be giving classes for um, 2024. And my background, I'm a retired medical professor, um, a chiropractor, and I have been, I think my first writing contest, I was probably a uh, fourth grader when I, run, where I uh, ran, won a science fiction contest for all of like wow. two pages of story. And I have an interesting background with the written word. I couldn't read when I was a young child. And I had a teacher who thought, okay, she's, she's not the brightest person. And well, all right, she's just, she's not gonna get anywhere. When a new teacher came in first half of second grade, she's like, honey, the problem is you're blind, you need glasses. So thanks to glasses, I was reading college level textbooks by the time I was ending sixth grade. I was helping my mom study for her nursing boards. So I've always been fascinated with reading and writing. And at this point, most of what I write is nonfiction. I write a lot of self-help. I write, most of my award-winning stuff is on death and dying and I also have got a few things out there with the local, uh, our, our local big bird around here is a roadrunner. And I'm from the Midwest originally. And the first day I moved here, I had a roadrunner decide that I like you. I'm going to, I want to move into the house with you. So I wrote several stories about him, but I, they will too. With, oh yes. And I've been with Southwest writers almost 20 years. 
Wow. So uh, for those of you watching the show tonight, if you would like to have the link to the Southwest Writers Group, you can go to the Dream Vision 7 Radio Network page for the shows. And uh, all those links are hot. You don't have to do it right now. You can do it after the show. It's up for another week. You can go there and just click those links, like the southwestwriters.com forward slash meet the candidates. All of that is hot on that page. And you can just go there, click them, and just enjoy yourself. So uh, you've been uh, the uh, Southwest Writers president for 21-22. And uh, so now you are in charge of bringing in the speakers, uh, the workshop people, which is, you know, that's how we met. And I'll talk about that later uh, during the show. So um, Jacqueline, Jackie Loring, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. You are the second panelist here tonight. Uh, tell us, tell us about you. Well, I'm originally from Cape Cod, Massachusetts, and I am the mother of many children adopted, biological foster. My husband is a Vietnam veteran, and all of those things um, came together when I was younger to sort of prevent me from doing the thing that I wanted to do, which was to write. And so I had to find a way in between all of those responsibilities to write poetry and to um, um, take classes in order to, to learn about writing. And so um, slowly but surely, I was able to have poetry published um, I went to a writers group um, on Cape Cod um, that encouraged um, people who were very busy to find just a few minutes or an hour of their day when they could write. And um, about 10 years ago, I moved, my husband and I moved to Albuquerque, New Mexico, and we found Southwest Writers, which was just what I needed to keep my hand in writing. And so I encourage anybody that's out there that's thinking that they might um, might want to write or have a real passion to write to start by just what Kat said, click on um, the Southwest Writers link. Um, what you'll find there is a web page that is so comprehensive. It has all of our workshops and our speakers and our meetings. Um, it also has our newsletter, The Sage, and in that are articles um, that cover from thinking about writing to writing to editing to um, 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 uh, making any kind of a, a step into writing. So um, that's a great idea to encourage people to uh, click on those resources, Kat. Yes, because even if you are in Alaska, you can sure. you can join this group by Zoom, um, mm -hmm. so so you can always be a part of it, even though you're not physically there. Uh, the world is so much smaller now because we we have computers. And I wanted to ask you when I was reading uh, your your bio, there were some things here, Jackie. Jackie and I have known each other. Oh my goodness, like twenty years, maybe more. Uh, because we both lived on Cape Cod and we would go to the writers' conference uh, on Cape Cod. 
And mm-hmm. then I joined her screenwriting group because I found that knowing screenwriting helps your writing become better, uh, mm-hmm. stronger, tighter. Uh, it's it's just amazing. So anyhow, uh, what I found in your in your bio was that you were the recipient of the Paris Award and uh, the I, I don't know if I'm saying this right, the Dory Press Irish International Poetry Prize. How were you getting Irish uh, writing prizes? Are you Irish? Right. Um, I am, and I have a good friend, Geraldine Mills, who is um, from Galway, and uh, she encouraged me to apply for a um, um, a, a, a prize called the Dory um, International Irish Chapbook Prize, and I was quite surprised. I entered um, um, six poems that had to do with my husband's time in Vietnam. And I was incredibly surprised when I received the prize, which was publication of my first um, book of poems. And um, I was given the opportunity to go to Ireland um, and um, the launch was in Galway. Mm -hmm. Where Galway Crystal comes from. (laughs) Yeah, that's amazing. So, I think you froze. Yeah. I think she froze for a second. You froze for a second, Jackie. But it's oh, okay. I'm sorry. Now. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. So they they took me all through Ireland, and I read in four or five different places. So it was it was a major moment in my life to have all those poems published. Wow, that that is amazing. And then you are also uh, published through McFarland Books. You have a book. So, but the, and the reason I'm bringing this up to our audience are these aren't people that just talk about writing. These two women have are published. They are writers. They are screenwriters. They do screenplays. They do every. They are amazing. So we have the very best of the best on this show for you tonight. If you, too, have dreams of being published, if you're a poet, if you're a writer, if you're a screenwriter, you know, this is the group for you. So um, thank you both for being with us. I want to get right into um, our questions. Um, How did you both become members of the Southwest Writers uh, group and is there actually a conference that goes with this as, as well? In case any of our people out here in in TV land wanted to come to your conference, uh, let's start with you, Jackie. Well, Southwest Writers um, has member meetings twice a month. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's very different from a lot of organizations. We actually provide monthly things for our members. So the second Saturday of the month, um, we have a meeting. The first part of it is our successes. And then we have someone who teaches, someone who talks about something um, that that they are working on writing or editing. And then we also have another one later in the month on a Wednesday evening. Um, Beside that, we have workshops. Nope, she froze again. Brenda, do you want to take up from where she is? Well, and as Jackie was saying, we have workshops. Our for our second Saturday meeting, we have the speaker will last about 
um, an hour after we have our little business meeting, and we'll have a workshop right after that. And it's um, it's hybrid, so if you're in Albuquerque, you can show up to that. And if you're on Zoom, you have, we have no problem accessing that. And sometimes our speakers are even coming us coming to us from Zoom. We as she, as uh, Jacqueline had talked about the, the poetry in Galway, we had those poets actually on for one of our meeting speakers. So they were broadcasting from a pub in Galway. And it, it was it was fabulous to have them there. And as you brought up the conference, our last conference was pre-pandemic. So it was like 2018, 2019. And we've got the barest beginnings of we're talking about, but we'd like to do another one. Unfortunately, we don't have any definite plans yet. It's something that's in the works. Maybe we'll have something next year. Maybe it'll be all the way out in 2025. But the way to find out what we're doing is to access our website. Mm -hmm. We've got between that and our SAGE, we'll let you know here's the next uh, three months worth of meeting speakers. And we'll give you at least a name and a topic. If we have any specific workshops, or sometimes we will also hold classes. And a, a workshop is two hours right after our Saturday meeting for beginning of the month. And a class is going to be multiple two-hour sections. It might be, we might meet three Saturdays in a row, and the classes are going to be held at our office, and most of them are hybrid. There's occasionally, um, it'll be only in person at our office, which is also here in Albuquerque. So, I mean, this this writer's group is extremely active. So no matter where you are here in the United States, if you want to be a part of an active group, um, this is, you know, this is a group for you. I'm, I'm definitely joining them for sure, because, um, uh, you know, writing is a part of my life. And it's great to find a group who feels the same way about writing as I do. So, uh, Jackie, how did your degrees and your education help you with your writing? Or did it have no impact at all? You know, um, my I'm not sure that my, my master's has helped me um, with writing but it has helped me to stay focused and to find the organizations and the groups that I need to belong to. Um, my degree's in management. And so Southwest Writers um, became the organization that I needed to belong to when I moved from Cape Cod to Albuquerque. Um, on Cape Cod, as Kat said, we had a marvelous screenwriting group, but we did not have anybody making movies and making movies was what I wanted to do. And so my husband and I moved to um, Albuquerque. I got involved in the screenwriting group here and the and the movie making uh, group. And so in 10 years, I've had six or seven of my uh, screenplays made into short movies. Um, so I think my degree probably helped me less in screenwriting and more in, in my in my profession. I retired as a labor and delivery nurse and went on to um, run an organization um, on Cape Cod for writers and then um, a, another larger business after that. But I wanted to just say that, um, that being, a, being able to do our programs by Zoom is just 
opens up the world to us. Last week, we had um, a, a comedy writer from Santa Barbara, California. This coming week, coming meeting, we have a woman um, on, on writing uh, and researching history from Cape Cod. And next year, we have a filmmaker and a screenwriter from Japan. So we have the opportunity to bring in um, faculty from all over the world. So it's quite exciting. Mm -hmm. And I, I think I mentioned uh, that that uh, Jackie and I knew each other from Cape Cod, and I went to her her screenwriting group. And you may be asking yourself, "Well, Kat, do you do screenwriting?" No, no, I don't. But what I found is many books are then turned into movies. If you've noticed, uh, all of the Marvel comic books are now being turned into movies. They took the comic books, turned them into screenwriting, and then turned them into a movie. What I did was I took my book, my very first book, Surviving Cancerland, and I slapped the screenwriting steps, all of the different steps, where you're supposed to, for the hero's journey, where you're supposed to have the most exciting parts and all that in, in your screenwriting. I took that and I broke it down and I put it into my book. And no publisher would touch my first book. They were like, well, you know, surviving cancer land, using dreams, who cares? <laughs> really, we, we're not really sure we like the title. So I decided to do a hybrid publishing. It didn't hold me back. I was not going to be uh, deterred. I was not going to be told, no, you, you can't. You know, you'll never get published. I did hybrid publishing. And that book won three huge book awards, the Nautilus Book Award, the Women's International Book Award, and the Ippy Book Award right out the gate. And that was what I learned in Jackie's screenwriting <laughs> class. So then how did that help me once those three book once those three um awards were on the cover of my book, which was up on on Amazon, how what was the next step? Blackstone Publishing came in and said, we're going to take your book and do the audio and do the CD and do this and do that. And that was all from taking the screenwriting it, putting it onto my book that I wrote. And I didn't listen to the agents and the publishers. I hybrid my, pub, my book. I got it out there for women all over the world to read. And then the universe takes over. So, Brenda, tell us how your degrees have helped you in your in, in your writing, or if they have at all. Well, they actually have quite a bit. I've I've got my uh, undergraduate's biology, speech, and theater, and I'm a as I said, I'm a chiropractor, and my master's is in environmental science, land resources management, and it led me the back door into writing as an editor. Because when I was at getting my master's, I had to I had to find work as well as going to school. And my advisor said something about, hey, you can you can write. I said, well, yeah, I've done some writing here. Go talk to this guy. So I became assistant editor for the Journal of Restoration and Management Notes, which is a peer reviewed science journal about um, ecology. And it's about putting restoring native plant and animal communities. And that one led to a couple of other editing jobs. Believe it or not, that being a chiropractor and taking classes on osteology, studying bones, I ended up becoming the editor-in-chief for the archaeology research program at, at Southern Methodist University. 
because of that. They, I, I got the job on the phone and didn't even realize it. They had asked where I went to high school and a couple other things. And they said, Monday morning, nine o'clock. And I show up all dressed in the suit. And I have all the archaeologists going, man, you're just a little overdressed here. And and here's your desk is over in the corner. And, oh, we got to move all those bones off of it. And yeah, yeah, it was wonderful. So I've kind of, they've, they've helped in very odd little ways. And as Jackie said, a lot of everything dealing with writing, it doesn't have to be this straightforward. You've got an English or a journalist degree, and that's the only people who can be writers. I've been turned down for more things than I can think of because my degrees were not specifically that, but I've ended up snowballing them into all different kinds of things. And so there's there's nothing in everything in your background can help some little bit. So, you know, it makes your writing more interesting if you can, you know, like you're, you got a, you love photography. Well, so if you're writing something about, you know, a crime novel, you can have the forensic people, you can have here, they've got this kind of camera or doing this or something else. And everything helps. It just makes everything much more interesting to read. Yeah, and, and, and we all learn from each other. And I find that with writing groups and screenwriting groups, and maybe I've just been very lucky, they're so welcoming and they are so eager to share their knowledge with you. And the first book I wrote, Surviving Cancerland, I had never written anything before then i never wanted to be a writer if you had told me that i when when i was in my 40s i was going to become a writer an award-winning author i would have told you you were crazy what were you smoking there there was no way that was going to happen yet when i survived cancer three times that the medical community had missed uh using their their you know, tests and, and mammograms and MRIs and all that. Yet my dreams had told me that I had it and to not take no for an answer, stand in my power, speak my truth. Um, I realized there, if, if that could happen to me, I'm not that special. It's happening to thousands and thousands of women out there. And I had to write this book for them, even though I didn't like writing, didn't, never really wrote, was not into it, but I met so many fabulous people like you guys. And there was just such a bond, a sisterhood that now I can't imagine life where I'm not writing. And I always encourage people, don't listen to the, the naysayers who say you can't do that. They're just telling you what they can't do. You get in there and you just do it. Just do it like the Nike commercial. Just do it and put it out there and the universe will will back you that it will help you get published you don't always have to have a high profile agent and a ginormous publishing house to become an award-winning author so i hope all of you listening to this will take that to heart just get with a good group and you'll be amazed at what will happen so um, we kind of answered this question, but but uh, this conference is not only for New Mexico residents, is it? No, um, we as far we don't have a, a set date or anything for a conference yet, so it, it's still in the future in the works. But for all of our uh, programs and everything else we do, 
you can you can be anywhere in the world. We have uh, we have a huge membership. We're you know almost four hundred people. We have people who are paid members in the UK, in the Philippines. Every meeting we've got, you'll see uh, we'll ask something about so who's new, who's where are you coming from, and we have people all over the country and all over the world. And you don't have to be a New Mexico um, resident. You don't have to live in Albuquerque. If you've got access to a computer, you can join. Can I can I also mention the fact that people, um, anyone who is looking to publish, um, the Southwest Writers um, puts out an, an anthology every year. So if you have a short story or you have a poem and you would really, really like to be uh, published, um, one of our contests is a perfect um, opportunity for somebody who's new. Um, our guidelines are very specific. Uh, we spell it out how to apply. And um, the uh, Brendan knows more about the anthologies. Yeah, we, uh, we're we're, we're going to touch on those. We've got to go to a commercial break. But when All we right. come back, let's talk about anthologies because anthologies are often the door that opens when you want to become published. You can mm -hmm. become a published author through the anthologies. And if they're great and they win awards, that's even better. So we're going to talk about all that when we come back. You are listening to Dreaming Healing on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. I'm your host, Kat Cannabis, and we have Jackie Loring and uh, Brenda Cole with us today. And we are going to talk about anthologies. So don't go away. We'll be right back. What if dreams can diagnose your life? What if we can meet the love of our life in dreams? Join host Cat O'Keefe Cannabis, the number one internationally best-selling author of Dreams That Can Save Your Life, written with Duke University medical doctor Larry Burke. Dreaming Healing is where we'll explore dreams, research, and interpret dreams from you, the caller. Dreaming Healing Shows can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern with live shows on the first and third evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Come live your dreams out loud with Cat. Are miracles real? Can you move from mayhem to miracles? 30 prominent authors say yes as they share their high fives and down lows of challenges, abuse, addiction, and love. Experience Hope, the magic elixir of miracles through the personal stories of New York Times best-selling authors James Redfield, Dr. Bernie Siegel, Sister Jenna, Reverend Temple Hayes, and many more. If you like bestsellers, chaos to clarity, and crappy to happy, you'll love crying and laughing through Mayhem to Miracles, Sacred Stories of Transformational Hope, available now on Amazon and in bookstores worldwide. Did you know that every word you speak matters? What you say and how you say it can make or break a relationship or shift the outcome of any situation. Are your conversations making a difference? Faith in God, gratitude, authenticity, and giving are Teresa Velarde's heart. It's in this spirit that she's focused on making a difference in the lives she's blessed to touch. Conversations That Make a Difference is now on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network every Tuesday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern Time with live call-in shows every first and third Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern. 
world facing annihilation, a miraculous African nun rises to become the first female pope through a web of war, murder, and betrayal. Loved by some, hated by many, she becomes the deadly target of Islamic terrorists and her own cardinals as she introduces a new vision that will either save humanity or accelerate its destruction. Four people must race against a nuclear holocaust to learn her astonishing secret. Pope Annalisa is available at PeterCanova.com, Amazon, and other online booksellers and bookstores worldwide. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back to Dreaming Healing on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. I'm your host, Kat Cannabis, and we are talking about publishing tonight. And the first segment of the show was just awesome with all the information. We have um, our, our guests with us tonight who are panelists with this. We have past president Brenda Cole, and we have Jackie Loring with us, and uh, she's in charge of membership and there was something else she was, she's always got on multiple hats. You can never keep up with uh, Jackie. She's director and membership. So whatever it's going to be, it's going to be important. I can tell you that right now. So just before the show uh, break, we were talking about anthologies. And I really want to talk a little bit more about anthologies and get some input from Jackie and Brenda too, because through an anthology, if you are a, a beginning writer and you are unpublished, by getting into an anthology book with other published authors, the chances of that book being published are much higher. And then you have become a published author. Bingo. Really, seriously, it's that easy, but so few people know that. And I, I see on Facebook and especially like X that used to be Twitter, I'm on some of the writing groups in there and I, they just want, I almost have to sit down and cry for them because they're getting so many rejections and they are so upset and they feel that their writing isn't any good. My advice to you, if you are listening to this show tonight and you are one of those people in the writing groups on Twitter or, or now X or Facebook, which is now that infinity sign, um, Meta, find an anthology book. And Jackie was talking about it just before the break. It can be the catapult that gets you published. And here's an example. I did uh, a trilogy of anthology books with Secret Stories Publishing, Crappy to Happy, Mayhem to Miracles, and um, I can't even remember the third one now. Uh, anyhow, they were published. They became Amazon bestsellers. We had all of our 20, I think it was 20 authors in each of the books. When my third, my, my book, Dreams That Can Save Your Life, Early Warning Signs of Cancer and Other Diseases was published. By the way, one of the things that I did is I have my own form of, of um, 
a book proposal that that I came up with. And when I sent it to my agent, she said, you want me to do what with this? You want me to send this to the publishing houses? And I said, yeah, just trust me. Just, just trust me. Send it to the publishing houses. She goes, they're not even going to take this. Long story short, two weeks after she sent them in, we went into a bidding war with four publishing houses. And our book was on the shelf five months later when it wasn't even done when I sent in the book proposal. So again, the moral of that story is go with your gut instincts, just do it. So when that book was published, it won the Nautilus Book Awards, and then it got picked up by an Italian publisher in Venice, and just lately a Chinese publishing company out of South Korea. That company liked my writing so much, and this is where the anthology comes in. They went and found all of my books that had been published, all of them on Amazon, and wrote them up in Chinese, including the anthology. So now all of those authors in those anthologies are internationally award-winning authors. And that's why what Jackie and what Brenda are talking about with anthology books is so important. So uh, let's start with you, Jackie. Tell us a little bit about your anthology books and how can our writers that are listening to this show tonight get into one of those? Well, Southwest Writers every year or every other year um, publishes an anthology. Uh, last year, uh, we or this year, um, we also um, worked with a, a military group to pub publish a whole anthology on the writing about war. So um, the um, uh, primarily Vietnam, but it was all all the different wars. Um, we had World oh, War One veterans. Oh, Jackie, and, I love you. That was I should have remembered that you were from Boston and it was war. <laughs> and that's war. Oh, sorry. I love you out there. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I thought you meant your inner war. No, that that's Cape Cod oh, for war. Okay, so yes. this was about wars. Okay. Yes. I love you. Um, so each each year we um, the the board uh, makes a d decision what the the anthology will about be about. Um, our guidelines are on our um, um, our, on our uh, web page and in the Sage, and um, we do short stories, we do poetry, we do the first chapter of a book. Uh, we lately have been including artwork if someone has a cover. Um, so we include some of the artwork. And um, uh, the last one, and maybe Brenda can talk more about it because she was more involved with it. Um, the last one, the military one, was Holes in Our Hearts. And what was the one before that, Brenda? Oh, we've had, we've had anthologies out... Um since 2018 and if you if it's okay i can hold up. i've got a book i've got one right here i can hold up the cover please hold them up all right this is seeing the world in 2020 this was from our writing contest in 2020 i was actually the head of the writing contest for this one we have another one here um uh, award-winning stories in 
sorry, 2019. And this one was also done with the Military Writers of America. And for these anthologies, these are the results of the people who win in our writing contest. We've had a writing contest at least the last four or five years. And it'll usually start February, March. It'll go for two to three months. We'll have all the details about how to enter, what the categories we're, we're uh, looking for will be in the SAGE and on the newsletter. And once you get your um, entry in, it's all blind. The people who are judging and the people on the committee, no one knows who wrote what. It comes in with a six digit number. So when, cause I've been a judge for the last six writing contests. And when we get a piece, we know what the category is. We, uh, we get the title and we read through everything and we'll have uh, 10 to 12 different checkpoints worth different points that everybody has to, to go through. And the top three winners in every category have the option of being published in one of our anthologies. And as you said, we have people who are internationally known authors who are in here. We have people who have never written anything outside of something for a grandkid. And it does not matter if you're not a published author or you're not world famous, you have just as much chance of getting in here as anyone else. That's why we do this blind. We have no idea who's doing anything, but this is the way a lot of people get their first publications. And we end up publishing these. These are where we don't go through any big publication houses. We have someone in our group who has her own little um, self-publishing um, company. And these go right through Amazon and KDP. And this is how we get them out there. And mm -hmm. for a lot Excellent. of people, this is the first time they've ever been published. Like I have, I have a piece, uh, first, I have a second place, no, first place piece in here for uh, uh, called Transitions. It's uh, my one of my first death and dying pieces. But this is, this is how a lot of people get their start. And they can finally have somebody go, hey, somebody thought my writing was worth something. And mm -hmm. there you go. It's a beginning. You got to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. We've got to uh, take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about the, 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 the importance of starting. And, you know, not all of us can start with a huge publisher, you know, Simon and Schuster, uh, you know, or something like that. You have to take baby steps and then you're learning as you go. So don't go away. We'll be right back uh, after this uh, commercial. What if dreams can diagnose your life? What if we can meet the love of our life in dreams? Join host Cat O'Keefe Cannabis, the number one internationally best-selling author of Dreams That Can Save Your Life, written with Duke University medical doctor Larry Burke. Dreaming Healing is where we'll explore dreams, research, and interpret dreams from you, the caller. Dreaming Healing shows can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern with live shows on the first and third evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network. Come live your dreams out loud with Cat. Why are we here? How can we be happy? 
Questions asked from millennials to boomers. Crappy to happy. Sacred stories of transformational joy answers them using true stories of grit, grace, and love. James Redfield, author of The Celestine Prophecy, wrote in the foreword, This book is a seminar about emerging truths and offers grounded solutions through the art of the comeback. Dr. Bernie Siegel, a contributing author, wrote, Bodies die, but spirits and consciousness survive and recycle. So, grab some tissues, open your book, and prepare to cry and laugh till it heals. Crappy to Happy by Reverend Ariel Patricia and Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. Available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and booksellers worldwide. Darkest Hours to Brightest Moments. Transformation from Despair to Happiness. And Chaos to Clarity. Real People. Real Pain. Real Healing. Life-threatening illness, death, abusive relationships, divorce, and overcoming addiction are challenges these men and women faced head-on. See how they emerged stronger and happier. Buy the new book, Chaos to Clarity, Sacred Stories of Transformational Change, by Rev. Patricia Caginello and Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. Available on sacredstoriespublishing.com and worldwide through Amazon and other retailers. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back to Dreaming Healing on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. I'm your host, Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. Friends all call me Kat, so I hope you will too. We have, uh, we have, Brenda Cole with us, and we have Jackie Loring with us from the Southwest Writers Group out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. And just before the break, we were talking about anthologies and the importance. I mean, people just don't give them enough credit. Anthologies are amazing. It is a way you can get your start. And I know that I've had people say to me, um, you know, why is it important to be in an anthology with all those other people? Who's going to find me? Who's going to care? But when you are writing your first book and you have to send in a, a book proposal, you want to be able to put on that book proposal that you have been published somewhere else in a, an anthology with a writer's group giving you credence, showing that you are learning the ropes. Because, you know, one of the most important things that my agent said to me when I was getting published the first time, uh, he said, you know, the publishing industry is not into publishing books. They're into making money. So if they think that you don't have what it takes to make money, they're not going to publish your book, no matter how great it is. And it doesn't matter how wonderful your message is if nobody gets it, nobody reads it. And that's where an anthology comes into play. Get your message out there, get published, get your writing out there, be able to put it into a book proposal for the next book that you do. So, um, Jackie, 
what uh believe it or not we're coming to the end of of this show so quickly this show went so fast what is a bit of advice you'd like to give those those little budding writers out there um i think i would say don't put up any walls if if you're if you're listening to this information and you say i'm busy um, i'm stressed i have too many responsibilities i don't have the time you probably have a half hour before the kids wake up um an hour before you go to bed if you have an hour lunch there are moments in the day where you can say, I claim this half hour. I claim Saturday afternoons. I claim Sunday after church for two hours at Starbucks to write. And once you claim that time and you say to people, I, I, I can't do anything from 12 to two because I'm writing, people start to respect that. And then you can take more of that time and more of that time. Uh, Kat and I have several friends who um, wrote major bestsellers, um, books like Claire Cook's uh, Must Love Dogs, while her kid was um, in an ice skating class. Um, you can do it. You have to honor the fact that writing is what you want to do. Claim that time, say it out loud, and then find yourself a small place where you can write and get started, whether it's a poem or screenplay or a novel or your um, biography, you can do it. You just have to claim that time, make that something that you honor and get started. And you just can't imagine how wonderful it is to, to have your work published. Mm -hmm. It really is because it's like having a child you know, it, it's something you're going to leave behind. It's your legacy. And uh, to, to just kind of piggyback off of what you said, Jackie, when I was writing my first book, Surviving Cancerland, I wrote it in the airports because mm -hmm. I had to take so many flights. Um, you know, to, I had, one of my doctors was in New Jersey and I was always in the air, airports or I was traveling with Peter because he wouldn't leave me alone. I uh, was afraid something would happen to me. <laughs> so he would take me and I wrote in the airports or I wrote on the plane. And and you can you can make that time. I, I have friends who write early, early in the morning, an hour before the alarms go off. They're out there writing when the phones aren't going off. Nobody's asking, Mommy, can I do this? Or Daddy, can I do that? It's perfectly quiet. Or I used to write after my husband would go to sleep at night around midnight and I would sometimes write until one in the morning that's that was my quiet time find yours and claim it like Jackie said this is my time and I even I even snatched one of those do not disturb signs off of one of the hotel doors and I would put it on the outside of my door when I was writing they would know <laughs> don't come in no maid service so Brenda what is the what is something you would like to leave our audience with tonight? Well, for me, one of the things is a lot of people think of writers as how many books have you written? There's a <laughs> lot of different things you can do that aren't yet a book. I, I got my start writing short stories and poetry. 
and I've got I've got a couple books to my name, but mostly what I'm known for is short stories. So any amount of writing is a good thing to start. And for a lot of people, you know, if you've got all kinds of emotions that you're dealing with or situations that are driving you crazy, your kids, your spouse, the, the world, whatever, that's the perfect thing to write about. Get a, a notebook, a do it. I do it longhand. You can do it on the computer. Carve out 15 minutes, half an hour. I used to do it when my kid was taking a nap. That's how I wrote a couple of books. But sit down and what's that stuff that's in the middle of your chest that you're just ready to scream about? Get it on paper. And it doesn't matter what it's like the first time you do it. Don't edit anything that comes out of your head and into your hands. Get it out on paper, get it into your computer file. And it'll almost feel like lancing a wound. And when you get that out and you've got it there and just let it sit for a little while, however long it takes. And only then do you go back and go, okay, what did I write? And then you worry about the editing and everything else. But writing comes from your heart and from your soul. This is, I mean, this is how in therapy, a lot of times they will tell you if you've got a, an individual or situation that's really bothering you, they tell you, write out whatever you want to say. You don't have to mm -hmm. send it to somebody. You can burn it. You can bury it. But mm -hmm. it's, writing is actually a part of who we are. And so many people have been told, you're not good enough at this. You, you can't do it because of X, Y, and Z. None of that matters. You just need to get it out of you and into some place where you can see it either on the computer or in, you know, in a, in a notebook. And mm -hmm. start small. You don't have to write a novel the first day. And a lot of these short stories can be compiled into novels or into larger works. But yeah, just do it. Don't, whoever told you no, don't listen to them. Just do it however you got to do it. Absolutely. Well, we have actually come to the end of our show, and I want to thank you both so much for being on Dreaming Healing and sharing all your wisdom, your writing wisdom with our audience. Uh, make sure you go to the Southwest Writers Group com the Southwest Writers. You can also find them on my website, KathleenO'KeefeCannabis.com under upcoming events, because I'm going to be doing a speaking gig with them on publishing dreams and cutting edge Duke University research, you know, about writing fi fiction or, or nonfiction, whether or not you should hybrid self or conventionally publish. I'm going to be talking about all of that. And then I'm going to be doing a two hour workshop on the writer's wheel and the screenplay hero's journey. So join me either physically there or by Zoom. So until next time, everybody, remember everybody dreams. Maybe your dream is to be a writer. Some dreams come true. Good night, everyone. Thank you for joining us this evening and a big thanks to our producer. Tune in next time to Dreaming Healing for more cutting-edge research, live dream interpretations, and stories with radio host and award-winning author, Cat O'Keefe Cannabis. Listen every Tuesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern Time with call-in live shows on the first and third evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. 
Remember, everyone dreams, but some dreams save lives. Live your dreams. Find more about Cat at KathleenO'KeefeCanvas.com. That's Kathleen with a K. O-K-E-E-F-E-K-A-N-A-V-O-S. Or The Queen of Dreams on Google Search. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. (laughs) 